Hey, this is Althea with Wove Inspirations here in Houston, Texas. Wanted to give a shout out to my good friend Kyle of Tokyo Munchies. I, first of all, enjoy his shows and all of the information about Japan. Yeah, one day I'll make it there. We'll see. But I also wanted to let you guys know that you need to purchase the snacks, Tokyo Munchies snacks. It is phenomenal. It is awesome. Go get it right now. Like right now. Order it today. Right now. Good Christmas gift. Check it out. Tokyo Munchies. This is Althea with Wove Inspirations. Hiya! Hey guys, welcome back to another Tokyo Munchies podcast. I hope you guys are all having fun out there and enjoying the beautiful seasonal changes. So in Japan right now, we've just finished up, pretty much finished up summer. It's still getting a little bit toasty out here. It's still a little bit hot. It's still beautiful beach weather. Um, my hands are tied here though. It's like, okay, it's about 29 to 30 degrees. Still nice to go down to the beach and have a swim, but they have this jellyfish bloom thing going on. And they shut down the beaches, which I like to go to and swim because they're the cleanest ones here. And they're not too far away from Tokyo, but they don't shut them all down. I've read that you can apparently still go there and have a swim. So I'm tossing up. Maybe I'm going to hit it Sunday. Maybe you hit the beach Sunday. I'll deal with the jellyfish. I'll deal with it. I'll take my little flotation device and have a bit of a float around. See if we can ward off the hordes of jellyfish. But with that being said... oh. There we go, I'm not sure if you can hear that that sound in the background. That is the 5 o'clock alarm to tell all Japanese children it's time to go home, it's time to leave the playground, go home, get ready to have dinner, get ready to have a bath and a shower. Please go home and be safe. They do this every day around about 5 o'clock. I think they do another one around 6 as well. You can probably hear it if I shut up. You can hear kids in the background going home, so it, allegedly, apparently, it worked. Anyway, so on today's episode of Tokyo Munchies Podcast, I have no idea what episode this is. We're going to be talking about a few different things. We'll go into the Tokyo new, uh, the Japan news and the Tokyo weather. We'll go for a quick walk around my garden with Kyle. While we'll go for a quick episode of a quick segment of walking in my garden while sitting in the pool. But the pool is totally gone now because it's just not exactly pool weather even though I just said it's still worthy of going to the beach but that's a different story um, after that we're going to talk about some Japanese food and some candy I'm going to talk about a nice Goya recipe that I've came across which I'm going to cook tonight and we'll wrap it up with some throw some shout outs and probably possibly some throwbacks to some old episodes it's the new shop is still under construction i know this has taken a long time to get loaded guys but there's a lot of issues to deal with there's pricing there's pictures there's product sourcing there's products there's suppliers there's shipping there's lots of stuff to deal with so it's still coming but we do have a we do have our munchie pack up on bonanza uh bonanza is i think it's made by google i'm not 100 sure but it's sort of trying to compete with amazon it's trying to compete but not exactly successful in that vein but we have a munchie pack up there for sale you can jump on our Tokyo Munchies Bonanza site Bonanza 
think it's Tokyo Munchies Bonanza.com and you can buy a Tokyo Munchies pack there. The price is $49.99, but that's with shipping. So even on our old site, we were selling it for $29.99 plus $19.99 for shipping. So it's still costing you $49.99. But this way, it's just peace of mind. You just jump on the Tokyo Munchies Bonanza site, click Add to Cart, click Pay, click your details, bang, sent, and you get your Tokyo Munchies pack. 20 of the best Japanese candy and none of the rest. You can buy those big mixed packs on Amazon and eBay, which are full of fillers. But if you buy a Tokyo Munchies pack, you can get four very, very nice, expensive box items like DIY kits, Pokemon crackers and chips, um, possibly some toys in there as well, plus all the best Japanese snacks and candies, the best and most unique flavors that you can't find anywhere else. And we always chuck in a free toy. And we also include a nice hand-folded origami letter to you. So jump on Tokyo Munchies Bonanza, have a Google and have a look for that. I'll try to get the link and put it in the, sh in the notes so you can find it easily. But have a look on there. And if you just want a Munchies pack and don't want to wait for the actual new shop to be developed and built, jump on there and have a sus. Other than that, that's what's going to happen in this episode. We're going to go to a quick commercial break right now. Then we're going to come back and talk about Japan news for Tokyo weather, walking in the garden with Kyle while sitting in my pool, and some Japanese recipes. Have a great one, and we'll see you after this short clip. What's better than a goat? A moon goat. Moon goats are magical creatures which appear with the moon. If you see a moon goat, make sure you say hello. Have a great day, and drop by tokyomunchies.tiktail.com and get yourself some Japanese candy. Yeehaw! And after that short interlude there of a very frisky and funny commercial, I, I think it's funny. I might laugh at my own jokes, but that's just me. So, to continue the podcast, on to the Japan news. So, from Japan Today, japantoday.com, we're going to give you the three top trending news articles. Typhoon brings torrential rain to Western Japan. Yep, and we've covered this before multiple times. It's typhoon season, people, and I don't have to explain that anymore than I have to say. But yeah, Typhoon Mitag. I think it's Mitag. I think the pronunciation is Mitag. Um, it's it's traveling off the off of Japan has, and it's brought torrential rain to most parts of Western Japan, and it's expected to continue along the Pacific side of the archipelago, releasing powerful winds in areas facing the Sea of Japan. Apparently, from the nation's weather agency, said on Thursday, oh, this typhoon is a little bit different from what we normally experience here in Japan. Normally the typhoons like come up out of the middle of the ocean, out near Guam, Hawaii area, and they come up and they do this little bit of a right-hand turn, give Japan a little bit of a soft touch, like, hey, how are you doing? How's your father? Sometimes they smash a little bit and then they bugger off. But I think this one is a little bit different. Judging from what I've looked at at the weather maps, this guy has pretty much bypassed that normal action. He's gone up and around Japan, I think. Judging from the radar, looking at the map, it looks a little bit weird. But um, from the map, from one of the maps I've been looking at, I'm not saying which map, but 
it, I think it came up around the top of Japan, went down, gave China and North Korea and South Korea a little bit of uh, a soft touch, and it's like, hey, how you doing, wake up, and then it's come back in to smash Japan a little bit, so it's very weird, it's very interesting, but this is like the 18th typhoon of this season, from the website, the Japan Meteorological Agency warned of floodings, mudslides, strong winds, and high waves as Typhoon Mitag travels towards northern Japan. Though the season's 18th typhoon is likely to weaken into an extratropical cyclone early Friday. That's a nice word. I haven't heard that one before. Extratropical. Is that like an extropical? Or an antropical? Or an untropical? Extratropical cyclone. Ugh. Anyway, so, yeah, it's still typhoon season, guys, so stay inside unless you're stupid like me and go outside and want to get in that typhoon and do a podcast, which I'll probably will do later if it comes here. But, like, uh, looking at some of the pictures, like, wow, dude, seriously, that is some major flooding, and there's a lot of cars which are not going to be able to be resold in any market, anywhere. You could probably wreck them for parts... But seriously, I wouldn't touch any of those cars with a 10-foot clown bolt. Anyway, that's news number one. News number two. Junior high school girl attacked by man on her way to school in Ehime. So a junior high school girl was attacked by a man on her way to school in Ehime. Ehime? Ehime? I can't pronounce My Japanese is terrible. I think it sounds okay, but no. But my Japanese is... My pronunciation is terrible. But... From japantoday.com, a junior high school girl was attacked by a man with a knife as she walked to school in Matsuyama, Ehime Prefecture on Thursday. According to police, the incident occurred around 6.50am. The girl told police that the man grabbed her from behind and cut a finger on her left hand as she struggled to get free. The man ran off and the girl asked a passerby to call police. Asked a passerby to call police. Apart from the cut... To her finger, the girl did not suffer any other injuries, police said. The girl said the man was dressed in all black and police examined street surveillance cameras and footage to try to identify him. Try to identify him. Uh, here we go. Obviously, if you're going to commit any crimes, regardless, even if it's 6.50am in the morning, it's, it's daytime, the sun's up. But you wear black, so yeah, I'm not making fun of this, I'm not making fun of this, but um... Yeah, the girl said the man was dressed in all black and the police are examining street surveillance camera footage and trying to event- identify him. So all you emos out there in Tokyo or all you heavy metal guys that are wearing all black, like, be careful. Please don't try to attack junior high school girls on the way to school. It's, it's not cool. Especially with a knife, it's not cool. But that was Japan News number two and Japan News number three. I'm going to skip number three. I'm going to go to number four because this is like the headline here is just killer and exactly that's what it says killer killer japanese fungus found in australia so if you have been listening to my podcast for a while or if you're familiar with tokyo munchies um on facebook instagram pinterest tumblr wherever we are on tokyo munchies you're familiar with tokyo munchies you know that i'm australian you know that i live in japan you know that i ship excellent quality candy to all you good people around the world Uh, the headline is killer Japanese fungus found in Australia 
I'm gonna read this word for word from the Japan today because it's just it's literary gold. Here we go. Bold heading: Sydney, one of the world's deadliest fungi, fungi, has been discovered in Australia, far north for the first time, thousands of miles from its native habitat in the mountains of Japan and Korea. The poisonous fire coral fungus was discovered in a suburb of Cairns by a local photographer. Subsequently identified by scientist James Cook University, announced Thursday. Par- um, pardon my dictation here, I'm not used to doing this, I'd rather just speak freely. So I'm just going to break this down and speak freely. Uh, several people in Japan have died from this and Korea after mistaking the bright red fungi for edible mushrooms. Like, seriously, dude, if there's a bright red mushroom, I'm going to eat it. I don't care if you tell me it's okay, I'm not going to eat it. But apparently in Japan and Korea, some people mistake this bright red fungi, fungi, fungus, mushroom, as an edible mushroom, and they use it as a traditional medicine, or they brew it into a tea. James Cook University in Australia, from mycologist Matt Barrett, who confirmed the identity of the toxic mushrooms found in Australia, said the discovery extends its known distribution considerably. Like, come on, seriously, dude, this is news. Like, So, let's break that down. So, Matt Barrett, from James Cook University in Australia, said, This mushroom has never been found in Australia before, and it's not normally found in Australia. Considerably. So, the poison fire coral, as is the only known mushroom with toxins that can be absorbed through the skin, causing a horrifying array of symptoms if eaten, including vomiting, diarrhea, fever, and numbness. Really? Horrifying array of symptoms if eaten, including vomiting, diarrhea, fever, and numbness. I would hardly classify that as horrifying. We've all been on the turfs. We've all had a, we've all eaten and drank too much and vomited and had diarrhea and had a fever and... <laughs> I don't know what you're, what else you're into, but we all felt a bit numb sometimes. I wouldn't actually classify that as horrifying. Horrifying would be, I just had a taste of your tea, and my foot fell off. Now, that would be horrifying. That would be very horrifying. So, like, diarrhea, vomiting, having a fever, and a little bit numb, that's not horrifying. Horrifying is, like, you wake up in the morning to brush your teeth, and um, your, nose, your nose is stuck to your pillowcase. That's horrifying. And we'll continue on this, this japantoday.com news article. Um, here we go. If left untreated, multiple organ failure or brain damage leading to death. Yeah, that's some serious. That's horrifying. That's more like it. In inverted commas, the fact that we can find such a distinctive and medically important fungus like poison for a poison fire carol right in our backyard shows we have much to learn about fungi in northern Australia, Barrett said. Barrett, dude, I don't know where you got your education from, obviously from Thomas Cook University, but seriously, man, this is like, um, paying Paul to pay the, paying Paul to pay the, to pay the piper. It's just basic common sense. If you see a red fungi that you've never seen before, are you going to touch it? No. Are you going to make it into a tea? No. Are you going to eat it? No. Oh. Anyway, so, so to finish this off, Ray Palmer, I don't know who this guy is, he's just at the end of this news report, is a self-described fungi fanatic. Oh, how cool is that? So I play tennis, so I'm a tennis tenaku. 
or attenders terrificu. I don't know, but he's a self-described fungi fanatic. So I'm, my name's Kyle. So I'm a self-described King Kyle. What's your names? Leave a comment, guys. Send me a voice message. I want to know what your first name is and how you'd associate that with another word, which means you're a king or god, with the first letter of your name. So, Special Sean or Terrific Thomas or King Kyle or Fungi Fanatic. Please, please send me a message. Please either send me a message, voice message, or just comment message on that because I really want to hear what you have because I think that's gold. Anyway, so Roy, Ray Palmer, who found the specimen, told AFP they spent the past decade photographing various fungi in the rainforest surrounding his home in Cairns. And judging from that, he's not married, doesn't have a girlfriend, and probably has nothing of a sex life. And he goes on to say, in inverted commas, it didn't surprise me because I've been finding quite a few things over the years. As I just said, dude, you're in the middle of a rainforest doing nothing but looking for weird things to photograph, of course you're not going to be hearing me finding a few things over the years. Oh man, he keeps on, he said, and he keeps on in inverted commas again, no one trapezes around the rainforest up here photographing, photographing fungi. There are quite a few things to be found and probably will be in the coming years. Oh, Ray Palmer, I take my hat off to you. I'm not wearing a hat, but if I did have a hat, I'd take it off you because... You've got a lot of things to look at in your own life, man. But anyway, that's the Japan news. Um, I'm going to have to go to a commercial break because this has gotten a little bit too far. But I'm, before I go to commercial break, I'm going to go into the comments because there's seven comments here on this news, po news post from japantoday.com. Um, I'm going to read through them really quickly because this is getting really long already. So, comment number, number the top comment at 4.11pm Japanese Standard Time from Vince Black. Revenge for the red back spider being introduced to Japan? In a question mark. Four people liked it. On to the next comment. Do the hustle at 4.32pm today Japanese Standard Time. Uh, answering back to Vince Black. You just beat me to it. However, most Australians are educated about poisonous fungus because there are many native poisonous fungus. Okay, that's a good, that's a good sane answer to that question. Or to that post. Uh, next post, Chiba. Does Fire Coral Chan have a mascot yet? Or a Pokemon model on it? Fire Chora, I choose you. Okay, Chiba. I'm assuming you're an Australian. I'm assuming you probably lived in Japan or are living in Japan. You posted that at 4.51pm Japanese time. Really? Does Fire Kuro-chan have a mascot? Or a Pokemon? Okay, you're what we call a Weibo. Uh, next post from Zichi at 5.04pm. The poison fire coral fungus is a native of both Japan and also Korea. Don't go wild mushroom collecting unless you really know your stuff. I have never seen this one before. That's a nice comment. On to the next one, Papigulio. Looks like carrots. Right, so Papigulio posted today at 5:20 p.m. Japanese Standard Time. Looks like carrots. Fungi are interesting. We still know too little about them, but some have to have various positive effects on humans. Dude, seriously, did you even read the article? 
They're talking about the poisonous fire coral mushroom. And then you come in here and you say this really trippy weird shit like, Hey, it looks like a carrot. Mushrooms are interesting. We don't know much about them. But they have various positive effects on humans. So, hey, dude, seriously. Papilgilio. I'm walking through a forest. I see a mushroom that looks like a chocolate cake. I'm not going to eat it. I don't care if it seems to have a positive effect on me. I know it's interesting, but you're tripping, dude. Come to Australia. Go for a walk in our forest. Pick a mushroom. And have fun with that. Okay, last two. Dis disillusioned posted today at 6.13pm Japanese Standard Time. We had a simple rule when collecting mushrooms. If it's not a mushroom with blades under the crown, it's a poisonous fungus. Don't touch it. Just looking at a thing would tell you it's not food. Thank you, Disillusioned. You are the one person so far out of all the comments on this post which actually has said something which is intelligent. If it looks dangerous, don't touch it. Even if it looks nice, don't touch it. Let someone else touch it. Give it to your younger brother if you don't like him. Just don't touch it. It's simple as that. Last one. Back to Zichi. Zichi, you posted before. You did too. Yeah, Zichi's posted twice here. Zichi obviously is not married, doesn't have a girlfriend, and... And I don't know what Zichi's problem is, but he's posted... He posted at 5.04pm. Now he's posted again at 6.16pm. And he said, The danger with this fungus are young children attracted by the bright colour. Oh my god, Zichi. Oh my god. Now this is the Japan news. This is not meant to be me picking apart these poor people out there with a lower level of intellect, but... <sighs> Seriously, Zichi? The danger with this fungus are young children attracted to the bright colour. So, what about clowns? What about candy? What about balloons? What about balls? What about plastic bags? What about anything which is bright coloured? <laughs> There's a million things in the world which are bright coloured. How about the cassowary? Seriously, I have two children. My five-year-old son, if he saw a cassowary, and the cassowary, Zichi, the cassowary is a five to six foot tall bird with three to six inch long razor sharp claws on its feet. It has a red comb. It's blue and yellow and red and black and feathery and it's really bright colored and I'm pretty sure that my son will not go messing with a big bright colored bird just just because of the fact it's a big bright colored bird so we know that children are attracted to the bright color but seriously man seriously Zichi if if that's all you got to do dude is make these stupid posts on this japantoday.com news website uh, please come and talk to me because I, I, I'll give you a job man you can come and clean my house or I don't know something but anyway that's Japan news we're gonna leave that alone now because it got really extrapolated after this we're gonna go to a quick break and then we go into the Tokyo weather and then we'll go for a walk in my garden with Kyle we'll see you after this quick break cheers Good evening listeners, this is Richie Benner from the wide world of sports. I got actually a call from my good friend Kyle at Tokyo Munchies to come on here and do a quick weather report for the Tokyo Munchies podcast. It's uh, looking like a lovely day out there in Tokyo. 
It's the typhoon season. It's a bit breezy. It's a bit blustery. My wife is quite upset. The dresses have been blown off the clothesline everywhere willy-nilly. I'm not sure where my socks are. I had a cat. I don't know where that cat is now. Maybe it's gone with the typhoon. It's flying out there somewhere. I'm just hoping it will return safely in time for din-dins as we put out a plate of spotted puds and the cat nip for it. But thank you, Tokyo Munchies, for inviting me over here. So, back to the weather report. It is looking quite tropical out there with that typhoon. The weather is crazy. There are clouds everywhere. It's raining right now. It's raining cats and dogs and frogs. And I'm not sure what Kyle wants me to say about this, but I think he mentioned to me that I should mention the word precipitation. And yes, judging from the Tokyo weather and in correlation with Kyle's reports on it, precipitation is at 90%. Uh, that's going to push up to the far west indies into the field that guy is beeping his horn which is unnecessary yes but the precipitation is quite high today and i think we'll have to call it off to clean the pitch because the pitch is starting to develop cracks cracks associated with the weather so this is ricky benner from the wide world of sports thank you kyle say hello to billy when you see him next time and have a great evening and enjoy some tokyo snacks at tokyomunchies.tiktail.com excuse me dear did you make my cup of tea come on we'll crack to it yep <laughs> so that was pretty much uh, the Tokyo weather, the Japan weather, covered there by our good friend Mitch, Mr. Richie Benno over there in Australia. Thank you, Richie. Um, we don't really have much else to talk about. I don't really want to go for a walk in my garden with Kyle right now while sitting in the pool because I just don't feel like it. And the typhoon is sort of coming and sort of going it's sort of annoying it's like really blustery really blowy and then it's really hot and really sunny so we're gonna skip that we're gonna skip walking in my garden with kyle while sitting in my pool we're gonna skip that and why are you raining it's it's, it's really weird but the sky is totally blue there's nothing up there but it's still raining a little bit it could be rain it could be something else it could be something else more nefarious. Like this guy over here. Don't have a piss in my gate, I'm watching you. So, we're going to skip walking in my garden with Kyle and go straight to the end of this Tokyo Munchies podcast because I want to wrap this up because I'm already two days late. So, the Tokyo Munchies pack, as I mentioned earlier, it's available on Bonanza right now. The new shop is in the works still. It's almost there, it's almost there. I'm really hoping to get it up by this weekend. This takes a little work. Also, um, drop by Skateboarding Japan on Facebook. Check out Skateboarding Japan on Facebook. That's our Skateboarding Japan page. Obviously, it's about skateboarding in Japan. We have lots of videos on there, lots of content on there about skateboarding in Japan. Uh, obviously, check out the Tokyo Munchies Facebook page. We have lots of stuff on there too about Tokyo Munchies, which I will update because it's, I've been so lazy. And Obviously, uh, japanramenbox.com. Go to japanramenbox.com right now. Sign up for a regular plan, and you will be in the draw to win an awesome plush toy from Japan. But there's a little bit of a catch. You have to go to Tokyo. You have to go to japanramenbox.com. Sign up for the regular plan, and then post on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. Pick me. Pick me. 
and you will go in the draw to win a cool plush toy from Japan. I gave away a Pikachu plush toy last month and I have a Gudetama plush toy to give away this month. So go to japanramenbox.com and sign up. Uh, also, my new business, my new company, tensakasports.com. Tensakasports. So Tensakasports is a sports clothing line which I just made and I will be releasing it this weekend. Um, 10 Second Sports is based on tennis, but it's not just for tennis, it's for volleyball, basketball, baseball, uh, softball, badminton, any racquetball, squash, any racquetball you can think about, any sports involving a ball you can think about, check it out, because it's going to be released this weekend, so it's not quite live yet, so you guys are privy to a little bit of a taste, so 10 Sports.com. be out there now. Um, and we'll wrap this podcast up with shout outs shout out to my really good friends the Kriegel Thinking Podcast my awesome mate Miguel Garza at MIG1 Podcast he has a really cool podcast where he talks about random stuff that happens to him in traffic on his way to work it's pretty funny it's a little bit abusive it's a little bit out there but it's still pretty funny so go check out MIG1 MIG1 at anchor.com I think it is so Mig One, check out his podcast. Um, the, the, the Man Brain Podcast down there in Boondle, Brisbane, Australia. Always love the Man Brain. And uh, I think that's about it. You can flip over to Japan uh, Mangasensei.com. Mangasensei. If you want to learn Japanese, go check them out. They're good guys too. And also, always stay in contact with me. Kyle at Tokyo Munchies. I want to hear some requests. I want to hear what you guys think. I want to interact with you more. So please tell me what you want. So I want to post this podcast because I'm two days late and it's really embarrassing. And so I'm going to end it right now with a thank you and a have a nice day. This is Tokyo Munchies signing off. <laughs>